Welcome to the Edinburgh Fringe Archive. In this episode, a reminder of the awkwardly tight seating in August. Tiff Stevenson is uncomfortably numb. Yes, wherever you are, it's a good afternoon, good morning, good evening from Edinburgh. Yes, it is September and the Fringe is still going on. If you're listening to the Edinburgh Fringe show, that's this podcast here. For everybody else, you've already left. But that's okay. Wherever you are, we're going to bring you the Fringe all year round. Thanks to our rather large archive from nearly two decades of coverage of the Edinburgh Festival This week, it is the turn of Tiff Stevenson, a fringe fixture since 2006 with her first solo show in 2009. Stevenson was already established on the circuit in 2012 when she brought her show Uncomfortably Numb to Edinburgh. And it's that show that we're going to hear about today. The year before, Stevenson was one of the comedians taking part in ITV's Show Me the Funny, which took the classic competitive TV talent show and applied it to a stand-up comedy set. That saw a lot of travelling between Edinburgh and London in August 2021 for herself and the other comics that were taking part there. But it was another step up the industry ladder, getting more gigs around the country throughout the year, selling more tickets at the fringe and establishing herself as a presence on television. She continues to bring new material to the Fringe with this year's sexy brain picking up a number of five-star reviews. And year-round, Tiff runs and emcees the monthly new material night Old Rope at London's Comedy Store. With that said, let's go back in time. Let's go back to the underbelly, back to Tiff Stevenson's Uncomfortably Numb. And always remember, the show is finished. Don't try and get tickets. There are ways to spot a comedian at the fringe. And yeah. the easiest way to spot a comedian at the fringe is to see if they've got little indelible biro just on their left hand, where when you were three, you would make a little face. Yeah, I've got a whole list on my hand there, which at the moment is the final part of my show because there's a spoken word bit in it. Now, now have, you got a, have you backed that hand up? I have backed that hand up. I took a photocopy of the hand and uh, I wet the hand, pressed it onto someone else's hand. So if all else fails, I can read it off their hand, although it will be backwards. So you need a mirror then? Yeah. Or you'd be doing the end of the set first and it would be like memento? Yeah, it would be. It was, it's all very elaborate to try and set up for the end of my show, but, you know, it's probably worth it. You come up to the Fringe, how, how many years now? Um, since 2006, so this six... Wow, yeah, six, six years. I don't think I've had a year off, so uh, 2006 to do the European premiere of Talk Radio ups in the big upside-down purple cow, which is a great space for cabaret and circus and not so bad for stand-up, but it's awful when you have a heartfelt monologue and every day outside at about half-past five, a samba band goes past. <laughs> Shaking maracas and going nuts. So, yeah, that's, that's less fun. So that was my first year, but it was incredible and... Obviously, I was hooked because I've been back every year since. So is the Fringe the start of a new year or the end of the last year? I think it's... Oh, see, I think it's more like the end of a school year, I guess. I like to think of it as the beginning of a term because I'm so excited to see all of my friends. But it is normally the 
culmination of you know at least six months amount of work to get the show together and everything else so um, I think Andrew Maxwell who is sat behind us once described it as exams for clowns it's a culmination of hard work but then you kind of take the show on beyond here as well so maybe it's the beginning maybe it's the beginning of term so does that mean you did two exams last year with find was it find the funny on the TV uh, show me the funny yeah which is almost the same as find the funny but that suggests the funny is hidden uh, show me the funny suggests it's there you just need to show someone <laughs> um, I uh, yeah that was that was incredible it was great it was um, great to write new material and then you know you had sort of a day to turn it around and then do it on the TV really so it was like a real it's like a crash course it's like a not crash course in stand up because I've been doing stand up for a while but uh, kind of pushing what you could do as a comic and I think it made me a better comic and I produce some of my best stuff, I think, uh, under pressure. I respond well to pressure. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the school thing works well for me. <laughs> so the stuff that you wrote for the TV, can you carry on using that for the rest of the year on a circuit, or is that essentially burned up because everybody, you're assuming everybody will have seen it? Uh, it's not really burned up because in the show they didn't, uh, they didn't sort of show as much of the sand up as we thought they would. So we all went away and wrote like sort of five minutes each week for whatever the particular task was slash audience was. And then one of the weeks we had to write 10 minutes. So actually, sort of over the series, it sort of banked up about 35 minutes of material, probably only which about sort of five to seven minutes maybe made it on air. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the live final, which you could use stuff from your back catalogue and use old stuff, which I did. So, yeah. So the show you brought this year to the French, does it have any of the stuff that didn't make the TV? Uh, it's got two bits, I think, two bits in it that were sort of relevant to the theme. But again, I always, you know, early doors tie myself in some kind of theme. Um, <clears throat> but this year, actually, I'm, I'm talking about things I'm passionate about and things I care about, and I think that comes across. It's about ageing and changes and uh, sort of what, well, what changes? Because um, I think fundamentally we don't change, but how people view us change as we get older and for women as well there's a certain point definitely in your 30s I mean I'm 34 now so um, women are made to feel sort of like your perishable goods as if you could go off at any point and in your 20s you don't expect it you don't realise it and you don't see it and then you kind of get older and you kind of you go oh yes it is different for girls than it is for guys um, but that's just one of the threads you know it, that doesn't dominate it that's one of the threads then do we become more right wing as we get older do we become our parents you know I talk about class obviously as well um, you know so these sort of things come up and they're themes that run through the show having been on the TV last year uh, and getting good mainstream press the other communities wouldn't normally get if they just sit on the circuit in, in London do you think you're going to get a different audience this year compared to previous years that you've had at the French? Do you think the audience is going to change because of the presence you've had? I think it was, you know, uh, it was it was in August last year. So, I mean, it depends on how many people sort of hang on to show me the funny. I've done a few things since then, you know, like never mind the buzzcocks and just done this sort of TV series for Channel 5. And so I think it depends on, on where people have seen me. There are definitely, I've definitely, you know, there's more followers on Twitter. My profile's increased. I've done more TV. Um, and I think there are hardcore people who've always come to my shows. So they're still there. And I'm sure there are probably a flush of new people. 
but um, I guess live is quite different to what you see on the TV. I think um, the essence of me is still the same, but obviously in a, in a live situation, you can kind of be a bit more raw and a bit more, uh, probably a bit more sweary in a live situation. So, you know, there's there's quite a few sort of people who've kind of go, can I bring my kids? And I'm like, well, it says over 14. Um, I hope I get some of the audience that watched Show Me The Funny who felt that they engaged with me and they connected with me because they saw us as people, not just doing stand-up. You know, so they saw both sort of sides of the coin, really. Although my stand-up persona is me, just enhanced. Um, so I would kind of hope that I would get some of them. Um, you know, really, you, you just want the rooms to be full and you want the people that are in to enjoy the show. But I guess you'd always go, I'd rather have in the room 80% full of people who loved it than 100% full of people who were ambivalent or not into it. So, Do you want to give a hand there? The show is where and when? Uh, it's 7.50 at the Underbelly Cowgate and it's called Uncomfortably Numb. It's been a wonderful year. Hope it carries on. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Cheers. Tiff Stevenson there in an interview recorded in 2012 for her Edinburgh Fringe solo show Uncomfortably Numb. She's also just finished a fringe run in 2022. You'll find more details on that one, no doubt, as it goes around the country and various stand-up appearances at Tiff's website, tiffstevenson.com. And you also find her on Twitter, at Tiff Stevenson. The Old Rope Monthly New Material Show uh, has a Twitter account as well, twitter.com slash rope underscore old. That's where you'll find Old Rope on Twitter, which is a bit palindromic, but there you go. And you'll find details and dates there on the monthly appearances at London Comedy Store. Thank you so much for staying with The Fringe after August. After all, the rent is a lot cheaper in September, so you can stay a little bit longer. If you're missing the delights of the star ratings, why not practice with this podcast? Apple Podcasts will let you review and rate the show from one to five stars. And if you look in the app that you use in your smartphone, no doubt there'll be a place to leave us some stars there as well. We'll be back next week with another interview from the archives. Until then, stay safe. Ta-ra for now. You've been listening to the Edinburgh Fringe Show, hosted by you and Spence, produced by The Podcast Corner. Listen to more from The Fringe at edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com.